Welcome to Ria Radio, episode 62, BPCon Shorts. Continued. You're listening to Ria Radio, the nationally trusted name in real estate investing. We dig deep to discover investors' why in real estate. If you want to skip all the BS and get in investors' heads, you're in the right spot. Be one of the thousands to check out RiaRadio.com. Denless, what did you think of this? This is your first ever BP con, and I'm putting you on the spot here because I want yeah. some raw, unfiltered feedback from you. What do wow. you think, man? I, I could at least, you could at least prep me because I, I have to think about it, but without thinking about it too much, I'm just going on the vibe that I got from it. Well, you do have an edit button also and a stop, so you can you can do whatever you want. I, I, I always edit myself, <laughs> so believe me, it, it's never real. Um, but it was... I think I'm gonna start. I'm. I think I'm gonna buy my ticket on the pre-sale. That's how good it was. Because I, I am convinced that this is every newbie, seasoned, whatever it is you are in real estate investing. Once you're interested in it, you should be going to BPCon. Like hands down. For the newbies, you get a lot of. For me, I got a lot out of the house hacking with with um, David Green, um, and then I also got to one-on-one with with Mindy about something that has been Mindy, Mindy Jensen. Mindy Jensen, yeah. That has been bothering me, like a decision on whether I should buy a house and do a live and flip or figure out something else. And she helped with like clarify some things with me. So the fact that you could have a one-on-one with these people that you would not get access to on a regular day can you think exactly. of a better person to ask those questions to than Mindy Jensen? She's no. done exactly what you're asking about exactly. multiple times. It's, well, like, it's literally, well, go ahead. Well, the question is, did you get anything different than what Owen and I already told you? Um, <laughs> or did she just re-solidify what we've already said? Well, so on our way to the airport, <laughs> Ted, you gave me some advice on where to buy my house hack. Yeah. And that had me thinking that I have been going about this the wrong way. So I went to Mindy and I was like asking her about how her living flips were and how to um how to take a dong and and basically like trying to get some insight into what if I do decide to go that way and do a living flip versus trying to do a house hack with a mother-in-law suite. And she she gave me some clarity. So now I don't have to buy a house that has a mother-in-law suite that I could house hack. I could do a living flip because of the way that she described it. That it could be done, doing one room at a time, kind of thing. And it just it just helped me with some clarity. And then I, I also attended Anson Young's. Um, he did deal finding and funding um, projects, and that was good. Um, did I get as much information as I expected? Not really, because of how much times I've been on this podcast hearing different stories of deal finding and all these different things. So I already had knowledge of that. And that basically was was something that I knew at some point in time before going into it that I already know a lot of information, but I just needed to, I guess... Put it, uh, into, put it into practice. Yeah, that that's really what it was now. And that's why I also signed up for Pace Morby's um, advanced class, which wasn't really advanced because he had to describe things like DSCR, which I know as a newbie. <laughs> what is DSCR? That service coverage ratio. 
the ox smell white mean, but not like <laughs> But um yeah and then and then like it, it's it's just describing it is not doing it justice. You all have to go to it. And my advice to any newbies listening to this who want to attend, start saving your money from now so that you could have enough to experience everything. Like don't just go to the to the to the classes and, and talk to people, like go to the parties, go to like experience the city, everything. No, Cause it really is worth the money. It really is. I actually it's worth more than the money that you spend. One thing I did last year when I went was I I I made it a point that every single class I sat in, I was in the first row, front and center. And this year that did not happen. And I that could also play a role in what I why I felt like I didn't get as much out of the courses as I because I, I really need to be front and center and have my full attention. That way I'm not going through my notes or checking my phone, whatever not. Because you know, when you're front row in, in front of a speaker, you don't want to be checking your phone, right? And I always my my piece of advice anytime you go see anybody speak is you need to be right front and center. And uh, I think that was one of my personal fails. But I also think I, I should have probably revisited my classes. I some of the classes I picked just based on the speakers because I wanted to see them versus the content that I that I really mm. needed. And I, I yeah, I, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, and I what I did was I recorded, I order recorded every sit down that I had with, but it was a one on one or. Um, in the class, so I put on my phone and I recorded the session so that, yes, I missed, like I, I probably in the moment didn't have any questions or anything like that, but now I could probably pull questions from these things and always come and ask you guys because you guys know a lot too. So, you know, it, it's just, it, it's a win. Just one, go. One thing they did this year that they haven't in years past, or at least I don't recall them doing it, at the lunch session that was basically provided by BP, they had basically pins that you could put on your your ID card, which they give you a lanyard around, you know, so you can wear it around your neck. I didn't realize that until day two about the pins. Yeah, and so <laughs> you, you can grab all these these pins, and so there there'll be pins that'll say "House Hack," and you grab one of those if that applies to you. Syndicator, you grab one of those if it applies to you. Landlord, uh, flipper, you know, wholesaler, rental. short-term rentals, all that. So you grab however many pins apply to you, and then you put them on your your lanyard around your neck. And at the luncheon, they color code the tables to correspond with the color of the pins you're wearing, so that you can easily tell. I want to sit with a table that where people are talking about real estate syndications, or I want to I want to sit at a table where they're talking about house hacking or short term rentals or whatever. That was pretty cool because I sat down at a table with uh, I wanted to you know kind of hobnob with some syndicators. And that was all we talked about was projects and syndicating. And, and so that was, I think, real, that was creative and, uh, and a good way to further conversations that you might not be able to, you know, because like if you're, if you're there and you're looking for your people, it's hard to find if it's not color, co- color coded. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So well, I think that was a good move they did on that. I hope they do it again next year. I walked in that with a handful of people from Omaha. And and then when I realized that the color code tables were going on, I'm like, oh well, I want to. I'm here to learn more about short term rentals, so I'm gonna go sit at the short term rental table and actually split me away from my group I feel comfortable with. Right, and, and you have to do that. Yep, and put me at a table where I, I grabbed the only seat that was available and got front and center, and that's all we talked about. So I'm totally on the same page as you. I love that. Yeah, it's one of those things where your your comfort zone is sticking with your people that you're there with. You know, people from Omaha, people you can relate with. If you're from a different area and you go with some friends. 
that's fine. But don't fall in the trap of only talking to them because that you're not going to get the value that you could otherwise just from networking. I, you know, now I want to do that at like my next RIA event, like kind of pinpoint like, hey, the colors match uh, what you're interested in. That's that's yeah, a, yeah. That, that is a great idea. To yeah, actually, yeah, you should anything. do that. Yeah. yeah, I get a, I get a, they only have black tablecloths. So I have to go out and invest in some pla- tablecloths. Well, you could get like a, <laughs> you could get like a, a placard or something yeah. and put it on the table. Yep. Yep, that's yeah. another thing too. Okay, done. Hey, process improvements for the RIA just by attending VPCon. Here we go. I think it's time that we get into these shorts. So um, if you're loving what you hear, uh, please give us a five-star review and a written review. And we really do appreciate that. It helps grow this podcast more than you can imagine. In Darlang, thanks for stopping by. Yes. Uh, fellow podcast host, I understand. Yes. What's, your, been, what's your podcast called? Uh, what is it? Indar, the Hawaii money guy. Hawaii Money Guy is our podcast. Hawaii Money Guy. And then Indar Hawaii is all my social and all the brandings and all awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah. 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 What is uh, So what is Indar into in Hawaii? <laughs> We're the largest flipper here in Hawaii. Well, in Hawaii. We've done about 120 flips, uh, about 130 million, 18 flips going right now, uh, about 30 million. Um, uh, we flip across the U.S., another seven U.S. We have a wholesaling company that does nationwide wholesaling and then 156 rentals and four other companies. <laughs> How do you go about finding inventory in a market like Hawaii where it's so competitive and so expensive? Yeah. Like how do you what's your secret sauce? It's funny when I first started everyone said you can't flip Hawaii, you can't do expensive, you can't do high end. You know, we do 2 million dollar houses all day long and people said you can't scale that. And I was just somebody's going to figure it out. Somebody's going to do it. Might as well be me and that's always been my thought. And um, yeah, you scale machine. I have a huge company. I have a great team behind me. Obviously, it makes it a lot easier. I was doing it all by myself. Um, and we just find deals every way which possible. You know, we, we're on the radio. We do a lot of outreach to the community, um, a lot of agents and so forth, a lot of referrals, cold calling, text blasting, and everything. You kind of got to do everything to get. How long have you been in the game? 2013. Okay. Yeah. So overnight success, 10 years in the making. <laughs> yeah, basically. right. Yeah, it happens overnight. Like everyone yeah. wants it to be. So you went from uh, doing a lot of the, your own work in the business, yeah. and then it yeah. sounds like you caught like major traction with this. What do you attribute that to? Is there any uh, maybe thing that happened that ignited you to be able to scale? No, just grinding. Just yeah. the grind of working harder, pushing. You know what I contributed? The comfort zone of life in general. Like to succeed in life. You know, I got a huge net worth now. And to succeed in life, it was pushing my comfort zone even more. And even today, like I got a nine million in escrow right now, and another some bigger stuff now, and it's just pushing my comfort level. That and the action taken. Like we're friends with Brandon and all that. He takes like just massive action, and I take a lot of action, not as much as him. And I think that's how you contribute success is that guy's action. You know, we can read a book, we can watch YouTube, and that's great and great knowledge. And then you, you kind of do is the next step, but the action doing it is that contribute, I think, to just next level. You know? Yeah, I love it. You, surrounding yourself with people that are doing big things just kind of drags you uh, yeah. up in the updraft with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I've got great friends. We're in the Maui Mastermind with some of the beasts. We just got out of Ferrari. My heart's pounding. <laughs> yeah. We just... We just got, we got out, we have a Ferrari in the front. You had a wild man driving it. Yeah. Yeah, I was driving it. was you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's we're awesome. fun and yeah, enjoy life now. And Hey, I have a question for you. So, when you're, uh, when you've experienced a lot of success and you've been on the Bigger Pockets podcast, yeah, I understand, yeah. right? 490 episode, yeah. Episode 490. We'll yeah. link to that in our show yes, notes sir. when we air this bad boy. 
Um, when you're when you've experienced a level of success that exceeds a lot of the people that you maybe have you know eclipsed over time, when you go to a conference like this, what are you looking for? Uh, it's the network of the people of high level that are doing like me that are similar that we just click and we, we're, I'm part of the Maui Mastermind Brandon's kind of private group and we really dive into our own problems with each other and um, being around those guys really pushes me to want to do more and to kind of share my my problems you know at any level in life we all have problems of course and um, now these guys are like-minded so I can share my hey this is what I'm struggling with. oh I've struggled on that too and I did this, you know, and it's 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 a commonality now where they're going to let their guard down because I'm an equal, you know, compared to you get a lot of guys who want to kind of take, yeah, you know, so but they have that mentality like I'm going to give to them as much as I can and they're going to give to me. And uh, it's been amazing because everywhere we go, we kind of bring each other up. Yeah. Like we're going around with each other and we're like, oh, he's a beast at this and he's a, and everyone's like, they joke around and they, I'm the largest flipper in Hawaii, which I am, but I'm very like, kind of like humbled by that the saying you know i don't want to say that but it's uh it's cool because they're bringing me up and i'll bring them up and just being around those guys is i love it a symbiotic relationship with some high level people yeah. is leading to massive success yeah, so yeah, exactly thanks for stopping by Thank man so indar lang biggest flipper in hawaii all right we're here with darian and kiron guys what do you think of the bigger pockets podcast oh it's amazing man. what do you think of the bigger pockets conference oh Ridiculous, mind blowing. Mind yeah. blowing. Is this your first one? My first one. Okay. What about you? It's my first one. But honestly, what I enjoy more is about the connections. Yep. What happens after, after the like the meetups and everything like that. When you're going to different places, to really get the network with different people. Now, where are you guys from? Are you both from Connecticut? I'm actually from Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Did you guys just meet here? Yeah. Oh, nice. But it's funny because I went to uh, Tony and Sarah's uh, ride along, uh, short term rental ride along back in March and I met somebody that he knows and the kid we both know is from Rhode Island so we networked and that's how I linked with him so it's just it's the networking thing for the last six months yeah what yeah yeah exactly. yeah cool. so like, yeah I'm going to bigger pockets I was like yeah I am too now what did you guys hope to accomplish by attending the conference uh, you mentioned networking uh, do you feel that checked all the boxes for you uh, what did you think of the what did you think of the breakout sessions and uh, keynotes and all that fun stuff uh, it, was, it was it was phenomenal i mean it i felt a little stuck in my uh, investing journey and this just lit a fire into me to to just keep going when i get back home man love it what, what are your businesses look like what are you hoping to uh, uh further in your business and maybe what are you into in the real estate space um just get more doors i mean i have four short-term rentals right now i got them all you know within a year so, you know, it was a rapid growth. So now I'm just looking to just keep keep going, double, triple my portfolio. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? The same thing. Right now I got an eight-door portfolio. I just finished closing, well, stabilizing a four-unit in Augusta. And now I really want to double my portfolio. So I'm really trying to understand how to structure a commercial property between eight to 16 units. So I was able to talk to the one brokerage, David Green team, to figure out commercial financing, the best way to structure a deal, first position, second position things like that. I love it. All right, Darian, Kieran, pleasure talking to you guys. Absolutely. Thanks for stopping Thank by. Absolutely. Have fun. Thank you. Zosha Madden. Zosha Madden. I'm so happy to see you again. Super excited. Uh, hung out a little bit on the first day, right, uh, by the pool. And you are at BPCon 2022, rocking it. Uh, what do you think of the, of the experience here in San Diego? 
I think that an experience like this cannot be met anywhere. Yeah. You're around over 2,000 other people that are like-minded with the right mindset, talking about real estate and the ever-changing market. The energy is just second to none. Yeah, now you work for Bigger Pockets in Denver, correct? Yes, in Denver, Colorado. Tell yeah. us what you do there. So I'm basically HR, people and culture manager is my actual title. Uh, so I really support the people hiring and development, and then also ensuring that our culture stays high end. But I think you can probably tell we have pretty good culture at Bigger Pockets if we put on an event like this. Now, how many employees does Bigger Pockets have right now? We're right at 75. 75, and most of them are located in Denver. No, actually, oh, we're a, yeah, we're a really big remote community. We actually have about eight people in the UK. Dave Meyer, who's actually the podcast host of On the Market, he's also VP of Data Analytics. He lives in Amsterdam. Yeah, I think maybe he escaped the country he for did. some re clandestine <laughs> reason. I mean, no, I don't he's know. Like, I'm not ready Just to live here anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, so I think we're about 60-40 split, but not a lot of people go to the office. It's a really open and remote workspace. Thank you, 2020. Yeah, it changed I know. the work culture of a lot of companies. Very yeah. much. It changed everything. Let's yeah. be real. When you uh, look back on the BPCon experience that you've had, what has been uh, maybe one or two of your favorite things that you've uh, seen or people you've talked to? Yeah. Other than me. Of course. Other than you and the Aperol spritzes by the pool. Oh, um, yes. Those are key. <laughs> uh, I think networking with the right people and really stepping out of your comfort zone. And I think introducing like-minded people. I wouldn't have met you if our friend Megan would have introduced us. Yeah. And I think being willing to introduce people that you know could have good connections. And I think a majority of people are like that around here. Uh, and then I think the content, right? There is very good content. And for anybody that's getting started or has $100 million, in a portfolio, you can get something out of BPCon, which is really nice. And there's nothing about comparison or who's better or who's not. It's all about how do you build relationships and make everybody better. I love it. Sound bites from the new HR uh, pro here at Bigger Pockets. Are you six months into your, your six gig? Months, yeah, yeah, into the Bigger Pockets gig. And do you guys have any open positions right now that you would like to uh, oh, yeah. tell our audience about um, that you're looking to hire? Actually, we are pretty hired up, but look, come in the coming months, starting in January, we'll be doing a pretty big influx in hiring starting in 2023. Um, some really cool positions to fill and really, really good people to join our team. But awesome. yeah, for sure. I love it. Pleasure to see yes. you again. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. coming in. We yeah, appreciate absolutely. you. Hope you have a great rest of the evening. All right. Prosecco's. Chase Ingram, Montgomery, Alabama. You got it. Yeah. How you doing? So you are uh, in town after going to Maui also, correct? Yeah, I went to Maui last year, not this year. Last Oh, okay. We so just had a baby four weeks congratulations. ago. Congratulations. Thank you. So I Boy or girl? Girl. Second girl. Second girl. I have, I'm, I have two girls. Ah, ages? 14 and 10. So and how old is your oldest? Two. Oh, wow. So I have a two-year-old right and a newborn. It. Oh, God. I, we're in the trenches. What are their names? So Zoe is Zoe. a two-year-old, and Olivia is the newborn. My daughter, my youngest daughter is Olivia. So. Really? Look at all my this. youngest daughter as well. The synergy. Look at this. Yeah. So I'm struggling with this. So, like, for Zoe, we have a lot of nicknames, like yeah. Zozo, and we just call it, what do you call, what's the good nickname? And nothing's stuck with me yet. Liv, Livy Lou, like, like we yeah. have a lot of those little Liv and Livy are kind of the two, yeah. of course, the, the obvious ones, but we don't have, like, a... I don't know. Nothing's stuck inside. Yeah, we just workshop yet. it for a while. You'll, you'll be we'll fine. get there. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So how uh, how's the conference gone for you? Man, it's amazing. It's actually yeah. my first BPCon. I've never been. Yeah, to BPCon, really. So yeah. Okay. So it's and great. Now tell us a little bit about uh, now. Is your most of your real estate business in Alabama? Yes, it's okay. all in Alabama. So within about a hour and a half radius of where I live. Yep. And what do you? What's your uh, wheelhouse? 
So single family rentals and flips. Okay. Uh, we've been doing mostly flips the last few years and now starting to buy some multifamily stuff. What's your favorite way to acquire properties? Oh man, so we buy them all different ways. Um, I'd say probably my favorite is probably foreclosures. Foreclosures, you, so foreclosures. you go to the auction? Yes. Uh, do you have any like crazy or drama-filled stories that maybe come to the, come to mind uh, that you've experienced at auctions? Maybe so. So one of the last properties we bought at an auction, uh, we went to look at it before the auction, bought it at the courthouse step. So we've already paid for the property, signed everything over. A family comes up to us, husband, wife, and two kids in a stroller, oh, and no. says, are you going to kick us out of our house? Oh. And I just left the house that morning. It was vacant. So they were squatters. And um, once we bought the property, we broke in. There was like a mattress and some clothes on the floor, and that's it. And so we essentially had to pay them to leave and never come leave back. Leave your own house. Yeah, and it, was, it got hairy for probably three or four hours there because they were, they were pushing back pretty hard. And so, um, but we got them out. So that was probably the craziest thing at an auction we've ran. Is uh, Alabama fairly, like, user-friendly for landlords, or are they more... It's very uh, landlord yeah. yeah. Okay. So regardless, we would have been able to get them out. It just would have taken some time, and who knows what kind of damage they would have done if, yeah. if they stayed. So Ah, those are tough. Yeah. So uh, what's your portfolio look like today, and uh, maybe what do you see in the near future for your business? Yeah, so we've got, um, I've got 18 doors now, mm-hmm. and we've done 72 flips in the last two years. Dang. So um, mainly have been flipping. We like to dial that flipping business down to maybe do one or two a month max and spend most of that time on commercial from here. Now, do you attribute that change in operating to the interest rate environment we're in? Or is there another reason why you're looking at dialing back and going into commercial? Yeah, so most of our flips, actually all of our flips, we sell to investors, okay. cash paying investors. So the interest rates has not affected us at all. Yep. Um, we haven't slowed down. We have just as many buyers as we did before, which is kind of the, the nice thing about selling to investors that way and not listing things on market the flip wise. And so, um, but for me, it's time wise. Um, I still have a full time W 2 as well. Oh. And so, so what, now, what's, what's that? Pharmaceutical uh, what's, sales. Okay. So I have a full time W 2. Flipping is essentially a job. Um, and so I kind of want to get that to where it's passive and I can have someone run the business for me. And then I can spend all my extra time doing multifamily. Man, I feel like I'm talking to me 10 years ago. Really? Yeah, because I had, I had two So this young is where kids. I'm going to be in 10 yeah. years. Oh, great. I uh, hope you're going to be a much better looking. Drinking so, old so. fashions, doing podcasts. Well, that, Sign me that up. Is, I can promise that. <laughs> Sign me so, up. Are you going to the yacht party tonight? Yeah. I feel fancy. Uh, I got to get I know. I don't know what. I didn't on. bring yacht clothes. Are these? Yeah. I don't think cowboy boots are Just sufficient throw some, yacht clothes. Throw some gonna, dock shoes on. We're going to figure it out, okay? We'll roll with it. All right, stay tuned for our outfits tonight. So thanks for stopping by, Chase. Great seeing you again. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right, listeners, thanks for listening to Radio Radio. As usual, you've been listening to Dennis Bertrand, Ted Kosh, and Owen Dashner. We hope you enjoy the upcoming shorts. I think you guys are going to love them. Signing off. General Motors, no. General Motors, no. The wiper fluid coming out first, then the wipers. That only makes sense. Not wipers first, then wiper fluid. No. Makes no sense. (laughs) He's the craziest Uber driver ever.